On Sunday, I spoke about the most immediately vital and relevant why question that I think exists for the time that we're living in at the moment. The question, why is God good news in overcoming racism? And I was asking the question, why does the story of God help us in overcoming the story of racism? And to answer that question, how the story of God helps us in overcoming the story of racism, we looked on Sunday at a third story, a story Jesus told, a story of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Now, if you weren't able to listen yet to the sermon I gave on Sunday, I'd encourage you really to, to stop listening to this video now and to have 20 minutes and listen to the sermon that I preached on Sunday. But in essence, what I did was I went through the four planks of the story about God. Those four planks are creation, fall, rescue and new creation. And I looked at how each of those four planks, it is vitally important in our desire to overcome racism. So creation, creation, that demonstrates that God, he is the God of justice. Fall, that demonstrates that God, he is the God of equality. Rescue, that demonstrates that God is the God of reconciliation. And new creation, that demonstrates that God is the God of hope. But perhaps what I wanted us most of all to hold on to was the danger of othering, of othering another group of people. You know, we looked at the Pharisee being the ultimate example of othering. There he is. He's standing in the temple before God. He's trying to justify himself before God. How does he do that? He prays to God and he says, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. And we saw that racism, racism too, is about othering. It's about the existence of prejudice and power displayed through othering people along racial lines. But I hope too on Sunday we were also challenged, all of us, that what happens so often is in seeking to overcome one form of othering, racism, we tend to start displaying another form of othering, moral superiority. Because those of us who are actively anti-racist, we start acting consciously or more often unconsciously, we start acting as though we are morally superior to others, those who are racist or those who are indifferent to the effects of racism. We start acting just like the Pharisee. And that is deeply, deeply dangerous. And so there are two things that I would love each one of us to start doing. And the first is this, put yourself in other people's shoes. As I've mentioned a number of times in the last weeks, as a result of all the conversations that have taken place since George Floyd's killing, it has been such a benefit to me because by God's grace, it has uncovered blind spots that have existed in me where I've been silent on the sin of racism when I should have spoken out, where I hadn't fully grasped the scale of the fact that it's not just sort of okay that I treat everyone equally, whatever their skin colour, but actually the whole structure of the way things are set up in society means we don't have a level playing field that everyone can operate from. And I think the best thing that any of us can do practically is to work at putting ourselves in other people's shoes, understanding them from their perspective. I've been so deeply blessed these last weeks as I've had various conversations with people of colour in our church and they have shared rawly and gracefully how they've been feeling and where they have struggled. 
And four of these brothers and sisters in Christ, they've contributed to our justice page on our website. And in a moment, when I finish speaking, I'd love it. If you've got five minutes before Connect Group, I'd love you to go to the justice page on our website under the About section. And then on that justice page, read under the Read section from within our church. Read what has been written by Ollie and Precious and Shakira and Andy. What they've written is so powerful and so helpful. So that's the first thing. Put ourselves in other people's shoes, whoever is likely to have a different perspective or experience than you. And then the second thing is this, throw yourself on the other's mercy. Remember, Jesus became the other for us on the cross. If racism is the exclusion of the other on the cross, Jesus was excluded so that you and I might be included. If racism is superiority over the other, on the cross, Jesus, he chose to become inferior so that we might be lifted up. If racism is hostility towards the other, on the cross, Jesus faced God's holy hostility so that we might be wholly reconciled to God. It is as you and I align ourselves not with the Pharisee, but with the tax collector. As we say, just as the worst racist needs to say, as we say, God have mercy on me, a sinner. It is then that we go home justified before God. All of us, we are all sinful. We are all guilty of othering people, whether it be through racism or through moral superiority. And so all of us, we need to daily throw ourselves on the mercy of the other who became the other for us on the cross. As Jesus said, as he concluded the parable, he said, I tell you, this man, the tax collector, rather than the other, the Pharisee, he said, this man, the tax collector, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. <laughs>